bitches and dolls. If no one told you they love you today, then I love you because you are you. And today I'm very excited to have Anthony on. How do you pronounce your last name? It's Sholchinski. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Was that Polish? Yes, it's Polish. Okay, well, I'm from my family's from Poland too. So okay, back in the day, of course, the long time of the last century. Let's just say it like that. So Anthony, <laughs> I'm going to mention is the son of Ch- the Chazinator, the infamous, who I love so much, and I wanted to share in this podcast because so many people on TikTok, not so many, are just like evil, mean, rotten. Yeah. You know, even like to me today, someone sent me a thing that said they were copying my face and putting it on as stealing someone's husband. <laughs> well, okay, I haven't stolen anyone's husband in a long time. Okay, it's been years <laughs> I stole husbands, but you know, but they went back to their wife. So, <laughs> all right. So, tell me a little about you. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I'm 29. Um, I'm about to turn 30 on uh, November 25th, so oh, uh, goodbye to my 20s. <laughs> is that Thanksgiving? Um, it usually, uh, My birthday actually was on Thanksgiving when I was born, um, but every so often it will be on Thanksgiving, but unfortunately not this year. I don't get the extra privilege of having food for my birthday, so. <laughs> oh, no. is it your dad's birthday as well? Yep, it's going to be my dad's birthday as well. Yep. Oh my God, isn't that a bit? So tell me your history. So your dad, both your dads adopted you. Yes. Or you were fostered. I don't know. So just tell me all about you, Anthony. So all the information I'll give is based on every every little bit of what my father has told me. So he uh, got me into foster care when I was seven and a half months old. Um, I came from a mother who was exceptionally young. Um, she gave birth to me when she was 15 years old. So she was just a child herself when she gave birth to me. Wow. Um, yeah. And she um, was going through a rough patch. Um, I think she was addicted to some things that she shouldn't have been. She was involved in some things that, you know, she probably shouldn't have been involved in for that age. And um, she I did, uh, willingly gave me up from what I understand, just, you know, to protect me, I, I guess. But she didn't give me directly to DCFS. She gave me to a family friend of hers. Um, and that family friend kept me for... Inter- interrupt you. What is DFC? Is it DFCS? What is uh, D- DCFS. It's a depart- It's the Illinois uh, Department of Family, Children and Family Services. So it's like okay. their Illinois, like, you know, Department of Family Services. Um, I guess what had happened, from what I understand, is I ended up getting going to a hospital because I guess I had gotten sick or some, something was wrong with me at the time that they had to take me to the hospital. Wow. And um, the doctors had noticed that I was neglected in some way, um, and they had contacted DCFS to investigate the situation. Um, and it turned out that they were not feeding me meat. They were mostly feeding me carrots and vegetables. And you could see from what I was told that you could tell my skin color was almost orange-like because I was eating so many vegetables and carrots and stuff like that. And so they ended up taking me um, into custody under the state. And I don't really know how long I was in their custody before I was placed with Chaz. Um, I just know when I was seven and a half months old, they ended up placing me with Chaz and Merrick. And I had been with them ever since. <laughs> so 
Oh. Anyway, so that's interesting. Um, yeah. So tell me about your life growing up with them. I mean, you know, I see him. He, I've interviewed him on my uh, podcast, which you probably mm-hmm. knew. And I, I interview people that inspire me, people I want to find out more about. So it's not like a movie star, or, although I have just recently interviewed one TV actor. But, you know, I like to interview lots of different people. Yeah. So, so what is it? So you were brought into that home when you were seven and a half months. Yeah. Wow. And and then? <laughs> so I don't like to say it this way, but I feel compared to most kids that I grew up with, I actually was a little bit more privileged thanks to my parents. Um, I got to see a lot of different things. Even at a young age, my parents traveled a lot when I was younger. Um, we went to almost, at, to this point in my life, I've been to almost every state in the U.S. besides most of the Northeast um, I've been to Poland. I've been to Costa Rica. I've been to so many different amazing external countries that, you know, I, I feel like my dad, by both my parents really wanted me to understand that there's a possibility that backtrack a bit. My, if you haven't noticed, my skin color is a little different than Chaz's. <laughs> I'm a little bit on the darker side. And for the longest time, my parents have been trying to figure out, okay, what is, you know, my origin because no one knows who my father is. My mother um, doesn't even know who he was. So it's been a very huge mystery as to exactly what my national origin is or, you know, my culture and background. And so I feel like throughout my life, my parents have been trying to give me the opportunity to experience different cultures that I might possibly be a part of. And so I feel under that, I was a bit privileged. Now, when I was a kid, I would get so many toys. Like I would have like birthdays were just always so amazing. Christmases were always so amazing. So growing up, I definitely feel like I was no, really no different than any other child, you know, like nothing. The only thing that was different that I didn't quite understand at a young age yet was, you know, having two fathers wasn't the norm. Um, that it was, it you know, I had a friend. <laughs> it was, you know, and it was crazy because for the longest time I had had, I had friends who lived on my street that I grew up with. And I used to wonder what a, the, late women who were walking around their house were because besides my parents, I had never really encountered, you know, mothers, you know? And so growing up, the biggest struggle was to understand what a mother was because I wasn't, I was always confused about it, but I never really talked to my parents about it from what I remember. Um, And it was, I remember (laughs) I was in a, at a friend's house one time and I had asked him if he was, she was like his, family's maid because my parents had a maid that would come over and they would she would clean the house a little bit and I asked him if his mom was like his maid or something for the house and that's the first time I really started understanding what a mother was because that's what he was telling me no that's that's my mom I was like what's a mom you know and he was so shocked about that but anyway I'm I'm sidetracking but anyway to your question um, freely speak (laughs) growing up, like I said, I I feel like there was nothing different, you know, just because my title, as far as being an adopted child compared to just having a mom and dad, you know, it, it didn't make my life any different in my opinion. I mean, like I said, I feel a little bit more privileged than most kids were because of the different things that I got to do growing up, going on cruises, traveling to different countries, you know, just all those, you know, 
amazing opportunities that I had. Excuse me, my kid is crying in the background. That's okay. Um, <laughs> but it um, who cries sometimes. I might say, yeah. yeah. So enjoy. But, um, but yeah, to answer the question, yeah, I, I definitely felt like I was more privileged, and you know, I had an amazing life. It was to me that I didn't feel left out of anything. I still got to go to school dances. I got to take part in sports growing up. I played baseball for many years when I was a kid. So yeah, there was everything just seemed normal. You know, nothing seemed out of the ordinary to me. <laughs> now, what do you think about having a father who's TikTok famous? Well, I'm going to be honest. In the beginning, I was skeptical because my father had tried to get into the whole, you know, making videos and trying to, I don't want to say trying to get famous, but trying to get like his, you know, message out and his platform, you know, out into the world. And we were younger, he would do um, this YouTube show that he used to call the Game News and Review. And I remember he would spend hours upon hours just recording and doing, you know, editing for these. And this is back in like the mid 2000s, you know, before the 2010s. So, you, you know, it took longer to do anything as far as, you know, editing videos and things like that. And um, he used to do like radio shows. He had a radio show that I actually was a co-host on for him. Um, way back, I don't even remember when I was like maybe 2011 or something. And um, I was on there for a little bit. So I've watched him try to get him, you know, get his platform and his message out to the world. And unfortunately, on many occasions, it, it just wasn't successful. And I never tried to tell him, like, he should stop doing it because I knew that was his passion. I knew he wanted to do something like that. And when he started TikTok last year, I was kind of hesitant because in my head, I'm like, TikTok was, to me, at least at the time, I felt it was like for younger people, you know, most people weren't going on there to, you know, go to <laughs> you know what I mean? So I felt that, you know, he would be on there and people wouldn't see him. They wouldn't really care for anything that he has to say, especially like the true story situations that he would be, you know, throughout in the beginning. Um, Cause a lot of people I felt, especially like myself as a TikTok user, I don't look for sad stories. Like I feel bad for people who, you know, go through those things, but I was never on there to, you know, watch a sad story or a truth, you know, story. I like the comedic kind of, you know, kind of stuff. So fast forward to now, you know, him being as popular as he is on TikTok, it's amazing because I know he's been dying to have something like this for so long and to know oh. that he's in a position now where he's really able to spread a message to help people to do the stuff that he's been wanting to do for as long as I can remember, you know, even going way back, you know, so it's like, I'm happy for him. I, I'm really happy that he has finally the opportunity to really express himself the way that he wants to and, you know, do what he wants to do. Because for me, watching him try to do it all these years, it, it just brings some kind of comfort knowing that he's in a position in his life that we weren't expecting. But at the same time, it's like we're happy for it because now I feel like I can help, you know, with his videos sometimes, like be a part of his stuff, go on his lives and stuff. But yeah, he's, I'm happy for him. He, it's, I'm, it was unexpected for him to get to the point that he is, but you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. I really am. I love that because that's what happened with me. I really, I just went on TikTok to find my grandsons because I haven't seen them in 10 years. So, mm -hmm. and found all these other people who consider me their grandmother, their Bubby. And I love that. And it, it, gives me the opportunity to speak about my platform. You know, there's the positives and the negatives. There will be people right. out there who will hate you, dislike you, don't believe you, whatever. 
And that's yep. their issues and their problems with things. Or their people will try and steal your identity or stalk you or, you know, I've had a lot of different things, you know, so, right. but that's how it is in the real world anyway. So yep. you know, the difference right now. Okay. Switching gears. You're happily married. How long you married? Um, it's now two years. Yeah. It'll be two. It was two years this last September. <laughs> okay. And you have a couple of kids. Yep. I got two beautiful little boys. Um, I have a son named Genesis who is two and a half years old now. And then I have another son whose name is Jack and he's actually going to be turning one on October 3rd. So oh. he's, we're getting close to his birthday. <laughs> like me, Libran, the Libran, Libran men are flirts. So I'm just going to say <laughs> you in the future, just keep an eye out for that because he's going to flirt. It's kind of nice because my wife is also an April baby too. She was born on April twelfth, so oh. we, I, yep. So we get two birthdays to celebrate in April. <laughs> oh, okay. Which now? Wait a minute. I'm, what your younger one's turning one on October third? You said. Yep. Okay, and your other baby is in uh, April twenty second. Ah, and your wife. Yeah. So there you go. That's great. So, what do you do in terms of like for your work? If you don't mind me asking, do you work? Um, I'm currently in between jobs uh, right now um, due to some unfortunate circumstances. Um, I'm working at trying to get into um, a call center kind of job right now. Um, that is a big company. I won't throw out the company name, but it's a big company yeah, around no, here. No, no. Um, but I'm hoping that, you know, this will be a little, you know, something, a new start for my family because we're looking for, you know, better opportunities anywhere we can find them. So we're okay. hoping this will be a big opportunity. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm sending positive vibes to you and your family. I mean, really, because, you know, I just I'll briefly touch on the fact that for whatever reason, you know, people have said that your dad has been like fooling me. I just don't get it. Don't believe him. He's like, you're using TikTok Bubby as a shill. I mean, first of all, I'm from Brooklyn. So the, and, and you know, and you, you know, don't listen to him. And he's like, and I'm like, first of all, the only person I ever listened to was my mother because I'd be slapped upside the head if I didn't <laughs> right. So I'm nobody's fool. But right. if I feel like a person has a good message and they're loving and kind, and that then I I believe in them. So what do you think about people trying to like, you know, bring your dad down in my eye? I'm just in general. For me, I think his message to some people is being misconstrued. Um, I think the interpretation of what his videos are, at least some of them, is being put out of context. Um, a lot of his videos, they try to... I, I hate... He's not... First of all, I'm just throwing... He's, he's not a bad person. He's not a racist person. He's not a, any of that kind of... you know in my, in, At all. I think that people, especially people who are trying to have their own type of platform. Um, I think so. It's like you were saying earlier, people are going to hate, <laughs> you know, like no matter what you do in life, there's always going to be someone that's going to throw hate. Like you, for example, like I'm sure there's people out there just, you know, who want nothing but to throw you down just because you support Chaz now. And it's the same, like how mom, like, you know, how the whole Mama Todd situation is. I'm not sure if I could throw that out, but Mama, you know, Mama Todd situation with my dad, you know, that, that everyone on TikTok is trying to throw her down because he, of the support that he's had. And for me, I think that, you know, for me, it, it, as my own opinion, I think people are just, they're judging 
the wrong person here. I think as far as, you know, what he throws out his platform, what he says, there's nothing wrong about it. He saved so many people. There's so many people who look up to him that and people say who he's their favorite, you know, and I know like I thought I was people's favorite. What are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) You're a favorite person, too, in your own way. Um, You know, and that's the thing that I think the issue with TikTok these days is everyone wants to try to grab everyone's attention in their own way. And, you know, as far as like all the different, you know, especially with like the controversy that has been going on over the course of the last week, you know, it's everyone's trying to, I think, ex- specifically on that, you know, adoption platform. I think that, you know, they're trying to have a message sent out that, you know, I think could be different. I think that there's things that they could say, there's things that they can do that could really change something. But I think they're trying to just attack him just because, you know, honestly, I don't even know. Like when I watch all these videos and I see all these different things that they're talking about my dad, it's like, I don't understand. Like, I don't like, they try to point out what it is. They try to show like what it is, but I see you're stealing something from a clip that he's did that has a separate, completely separate context, you know, and not to anything what you're talking about, but you're trying to make it look like it's a problem. And I don't know. Like, honestly, like to really answer your question, I don't know. Like, I, I don't really know how to feel about it. I have so many opinions in relation to it that, you know, it's like, I mean, haters are going to hate, I guess, you know, but yeah, at the same time, it's like, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, you know, leave, like, let, leave your topic to your topic. My dad has yeah. his own topic. Same like you have your own type of platform that you're doing, you know. I'm not saying that anything that people are saying is like, as far as like, you know, the whole adoption situation, like, I don't feel, you know, I support adoptees in every way, like regardless of the situation that they go through because I'm an adoptee. And I feel that's, you know, as part of being an adoptee, I feel like in some way I have to have my voice and support to what they're doing. But at the same time, they're not doing it right. If that makes sense. Like to me, I feel they can be doing it not attacking him, <laughs> not attacking my dad under every single, you know, way that they can think of, but find a way to make changes. That's just how I feel. It's just stop yeah, attacking people, stop fine. turning TikTok into a war zone and make a difference. You know, like I'm always, I tell people, you know, like I had a message from somebody in relation to the whole, you know, adoption situation telling me why am I not, you know, supporting their side and I'm supporting my dad and, you know, listening to a racist and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I don't know what to say to them because to me, it's like, I know my father, I, I grew up with him. (laughs) So I know he's not a racist. I know he's not what these people are saying, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to say that I don't support what you guys are trying to say as an adoptee to an adoptee. Like I'm not, take it down. I, I hate that they go through the situation that they go through. I feel so terrible that they had to go through those situations, but that's not for me. That's not an excuse to go about attacking someone just because you feel that because what happened to you should be, you know, expressed towards someone who you don't agree with their views or you don't know how, like how they went about something. So it's, it, TikTok has turned into a war zone as far as that conversation goes, but yeah. Yeah, you know, I, what can you do? <laughs> no, I had an experience where I let someone in my life from TikTok that I thought really, you know, I felt sorry for them. They were sick. 
I felt like, you know, they don't have anybody. Let me be their friend. And which turned into a crazy situation for me. So I'm I'm really wary of like when somebody wants to like really get to know me. I prefer, you know, if I get a, a message from, let's say, a straight guy and I'm straight, but, you know, I have. I have um, a gay LGBTQ plus is my platform and trans and I can go down the list. Yeah. I go, you know what? I'm happily married. I'm not interested in having a relationship. If you're gay, I'll definitely talk to you. Right. But if you're straight, I'm not going to give you my information. I'm not going to give you my name. I'm not going to give you my number. You know, it's kind of like, no. So, you know, I just have to be careful as well. But I'm an old cow. I'm an old hat. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what the hell they want from this bitch anyway, because I'm old. <laughs> 20, 30 years ago, yeah, even 10, I can understand, but not anymore. Forget about it, you know? It's a new world. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anthony, is there anything that you want to say? I want to have you on for about another three minutes. Is, is there anything that you want to say your platform? And I thank you so much for coming on, you know. Of like, course. Um, a really means the world to me and your dad means the world to me. If I ever get to the Midwest, I'm going to go visit him. If he'll have me. Oh, he will. <laughs> I know he will. <laughs> hang out with him. Oh my God. I would just adore it. But you know, is there anything that you want to say? Um, the only thing I really want to say to everyone is if you come to my channel, just, you know, I'm going to just throw out that I'm not one to, get into crazy topics. Um, I like to talk about myself as far as my experiences and my, my situation, which I only have one video posted right now. <laughs> so I'm not really too far into the whole, you know, TikTok platform thing right now. But, um, you know, for anyone who's interested in, you know, joining, I hope, you know, you'll see videos of me and my family because uh, after all this stuff with my dad and the controversy of it, I ain't even trying to touch the topic on my own channel at this okay, point. Okay, I get um, it. You know, it's, it's turned into... You know, the, to me, the topic has basically just turned into a danger zone. And I feel that at this point, it's best for me not to even touch it. Because originally, that's what my platform was going to be about. But at this point, it's it's I have a family that I have to take care of. And, you know, I don't need any type of issues that could threaten my family in any possible way. So hopefully my channel is going to be more let's have fun with my family. Come join us on different, you know, adventures and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, life takes hold of things and, you know, especially me being a young father and, you know, everything it's, it's, uh, it'll take time, but you know, it, it will, I just want people to know, don't expect me to be throwing out adoption topics at this point. Cause it's just not, okay. it's not happening. Well, I you, but you know, I heard your wife singing in one of your videos and I love it. <laughs> She's that an amazing singer. <laughs> He has a beautiful voice, Anthony. She does. She's an amazing mother. She's an amazing woman. And I'm excited to take her on my own, you know, TikTok journey with me. She eventually is going to have her own stories that she wants to express of her own trauma. I love that. Younger. I love that. And, you know, um, the world is a better place with your fathers yeah. in it and with you and your family. So I just want to thank you, Anthony. If I could pronounce your last name, I'd be better. <laughs> Tell me your last name again. Sholchinsky. Sholchinsky. Okay. I yes. did I right. Yay. I love you. And if nobody told you they love you today, I love you, Anthony, because you're you. Thank you. And it'll be on later on Spotify and Apple and all the podcasts. And those two. <laughs> all right. 
Have a great Saturday with the wife and kitties. And I love you. Mwah. Let me end.